Hello everyone and welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about chapters 15 through 20 of the Thousand Dollar Tan Line. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And sadly we are without Malika tonight. But hopefully she will get us some feedback for us to put in this episode and tell us what she thought. So we'll get right to this because, you know, really no synopsis needed for five chapters. So in chapter 15, <laughs> um, Veronica meets her little brother, Hunter, and sees Leanne's new life. She meets Tanner and Adrian, who is Aurora's, also known as Rory's, best friend. And Rory was with that same uh, Frederico guy at the party that uh, Haley was with. And Tanner is and referred to in all my notes as the Lady Gaga guy. Because he was the dude who was playing Lady Gaga on the piano yes. at the yes. party the mm. last time. No, Adrian. Adrian. Yes. Who's Tanner's the, the father. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, really? Tanner? What? Oh, okay. I, I, see, I get it. You see how, how much I'm really invested in this book. Yes, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, it's Lady Gaga, dude. Yeah. Any thoughts on Leanne? I thought it was really anticlimactic. Like, I don't know. I guess I expected the Leanne meet. I mean, I, they didn't expect, like, fireworks or something, but, like, more than just, like, oh, Veronica, uh, well, cool to see you, you know? Well, I don't think, I mean, I don't think that we've, I, I think it's supposed to be anticlimactic right now because we're not anywhere near the climax of the book, and I feel like those things are going to um, get bigger as time goes on, probably. Like the, you know, right now it's just like a simmering, I don't want her in my life, but there she is, and she has this kid, and frankly, I don't want her in the book either, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kind of mad that she's kind of, like, happily married with, like, a new kid. I'm kind of mad. Yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah. me mad. Like, why didn't she call? <laughs> like, why didn't she be like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, I'm pregnant. You're going to have a little brother. Like, that just seems like something that you would want to tell your daughter, even if you haven't talked to her in by that point. So he's, what, six? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and isn't going I mean, through... It was... It... I mean, if this was after the events of the movie, it's been ten years from the end of the series to the movie, and we didn't see her... It was, what, was she in the second series at all? Second season at all? Or was it first season when she... Just the first season. Just the first season. Mm -hmm. So it's been 12 years. Yep. Yeah, I think she says it's been a little over a decade. So. Uh-huh, yeah. So it, it, four years after after the last time we saw Leanne, she... No, no, four years after Leanne stole all of Veronica's money and ran away. Yes, four years after that, she got pregnant. <laughs> but apparently she got clean, and isn't part of AA like you're supposed to make amends with? You have to make amends. That's what I thought. So, but maybe she didn't go through AA. Like she could have gone through some other program. Or something. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yes, that is definitely a step. I have definitely been made amends with before. Yeah, me. Too. <laughs> 
But, but I, yeah. I agree. It makes me angry, Jimmy. I just, I, like, Leanne is such a horrible person. Yes. Like, at the end, when she's all like, bring my baby home or whatever. I was just like, God, just die. Yeah, I know. Lady. Just die already. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I have, I, 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 if I were Veronica, I would be like, you know what? I'm not going to find this girl. You, good luck. But Veronica's too <laughs> big of a person. Does that make me a bad person? But no. see, that's the thing. I, Veronica can't. <laughs> Veronica can't do it to the girl. It has nothing to do with Leanne, no. but she has to find the girl. But I, I love it. Jimmy asks, "Am I a bad? Does that make me a bad person?" At the same time, as I'm saying, I know no. Veronica's like, a yes. really good person. <laughs> it's, it's like with the little devils on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to make a, a Photoshop a picture of that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm glad she's well enough, you know? I guess. No, I'm not no, even glad she's no. well enough. I wish she was dead. If, if there is hope that Leanne is out there living life, being okay-ish, if Veronica's mom can be out there and okay, then Logan's mom can be out there and okay. Because we know that she thinks keeps hope alive. <laughs> if Lynn Eccles could just be all right, Logan comes back. So, so are we? Me, so we help me, God. Lynn Eccles better make an appearance. Ten years <laughs> from now, ten years from now, a book is going like there's going to be like you know book thirty four of the Veronica Mars, uh, you know, empire, and Lynn Eccles is going to come back at some point. Do you hear me, Rob Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> It must happen. So are we going to be angry at Lynn Eccles when she comes back because she uh, committed suicide and didn't uh, come back when her son was in pain? I think, I, I think that, that Lynn Eccles has been, um, has been soap opera So she has no idea who she is or she thinks she's somebody else. But in book 34, she's going to regain her memory and come back. Uh-huh. But it's all I did that. She was doing a desperate act to get away from a horrible situation. Leanne Mars was not in a horrible situation. Leanne Mars was, was the horrible situation. Who was trying to help her. She was the horrible situation. That's why we want her to die in a fire. <laughs> but you notice how we're not talking about the book. <laughs> well, <laughs> throwing that out there. You guys like to write your own, really. So. Yes. Yeah, we're That's it. Forget Rob think, Thomas. We we will we write, the, write next the next book. Yeah, we should write the next uh, the next book. That would actually be pretty fun. Yeah. There we go. Poop fanfic. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yes, Leanne is alive. For some Still. reason. Yeah. <laughs> what do you make of um, her new husband and uh, the best friend? They are characters. I don't care about the husband the only person that I care about is the Lady Gaga boy and I don't know why that is I think it's just because he's the only one that isn't part of that family I mean so so far the, the way that the mold seems to be is that parents are clueless and have no idea of what exactly is happening in their children's lives and so it's the friends who have to tell you what really was going down. I mean, so, that's 
yeah, so, you know, it really doesn't matter what Leanne and her new husband are saying or anything. And it just, okay, so, yeah, we can talk about Lady Gaga, dude, because he knows something. But uh, uh, seriously, who lets a 16-year-old go anywhere near, anywhere near a spring break? Anywhere near. Leanne. Leanne. And the dad. That isn't even that. That isn't even her kid. That's what's his name? Tanner? Is that what his name is? Um, yes. So, so yes, dad Tanner lets his sixteen-year-old daughter go anywhere near. Uh, I just can't. These people need to die in a fire. All of them. <laughs> That's just so. <laughs> we're, we're really we're, we're really kind of angry at this book aren't we yeah yeah all right uh, so tanner's a douche who lets his daughter go to spring break 16 years old leanne is a douche just because she's leanne um six-year-old is cool and um adrian is cool i got it yeah. Next, the six-year-old likes drums. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, he uh, his little bongos. Yeah, yeah. Little child-sized bongos. Yeah. Um, okay, so chapter sixteen, Veronica emails Logan because she he missed a Skype date, I believe, and um, then Lamb harasses Mac, and knows about the cartel, of course, because you know it's underhanded, so he has to know. And Mac info dumps on Leanne, Tanner, Chad, and Crane. <laughs> huh. uh, wait, Chad? Wait, who was Chad? Chad is uh, Haley's boyfriend from uh, the from the, the first college down the road. Yes, That's the first. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha, yep. gotcha. It's hard to keep these people straight without I know. Um, like reading it in a book is so different than watching it on TV. Uh huh. That so, it, Jimmy. It's what? called caring. <laughs> well, it helps, but it I also mean, would help if we weren't reading it like a few chapters each month. Yeah. Yeah, but if I can remember char- random side characters in Lord of the Rings and the Game of Thrones <laughs> books and all of these weird you know, fantasy worlds that introduce like 500 characters at a time, and yeah, I can tell you who these people are. Nope, I couldn't this, keep I up care. in Game of Thrones. I don't care who these people are, and that's why I don't remember their names. I can't even keep up with Game of Thrones on the TV show. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine yeah. trying to do it. When I was reading the, I believe, the second book, I was like, okay, who the heck is this? I have no idea who this is. I just, like, so everybody is watching American Horror Story? No. Um, I'm not caught up. I'm, like, two episodes behind. Okay, well, nothing spoilery, but uh, but uh, you saw my post probably was it today or yesterday about Dandy, my 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 obsession with Dandy. Uh-huh. I love Dandy. Oh my god, I am so obsessed with him. What was my point? <laughs> <laughs> Let's so just talk obsessed. about Dandy. <laughs> oh, oh, um, side characters, but I also had this wicked raging crush on the psychopath from Game of Thrones whose name I could not remember <laughs> but it was it's the dude who uh, captures Theon mm-hmm. I still I even wrote his name earlier today and now I still can't remember it 
<laughs> That's how bad I am with with those names. Who is it, with Naomi? <laughs> What's his but, name, Naomi? Do you, you know? Um, it the, starts with the S bastard something. Bolton. Something, like, something Snow. Ghost Bolton or something? Uh, oh. He <laughs> <laughs> was. He's a Bolton. He's the bastard son of the head of the Bolton. Because they're the one who wants to do the slave men. Is their Ramsey? Ramsey, yeah, Ramsey Rolston, something like that. Yeah, him. I have a I have a super duper crush on him, and he's psycho too. But um, but I can never remember his name or which family he belongs to or anything really about any of the families on Game of Thrones. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> well. You know, there's like five million characters, so. Indeed. Well, that, that's because he has to replenish the ones that he kills off. Uh huh. But... Yeah, there has to be a big pool to choose from. So. Um. Okay, so what do you think of the lamb scene? Oh yeah, I forgot. That's what we were that, doing. That was the scene that happened. Wait, the lamb scene with Mac? Yes. With Mac, yeah. Okay. Well, it happened. I feel like <laughs> Mac is really like like so underused in this book like she shows up and it's true she's just like a glorified secretary she doesn't do anything yeah at least veronica feels bad about that i just wish they would give her more to do i wish that they, that they would give all the characters more to do like wallace and and keith and mac are so underutilized and and i understand that logan's like on whatever a boat somewhere. He's basically but... not in this book. <laughs> yeah, it's is just he... like, why isn't he in the book? Like, I don't even like Logan, and I'm just like, it's not like the actor had constraints. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't the get him. <laughs> yeah. At first, it was funny, because as we were saying, like, Mac is underutilized, and then I had this brief thought of, well, maybe she didn't have enough episodes, <laughs> or, you know, like, how you were talking about And then I was like, wait a minute, no. I'm like, it's a freaking book. Oh, I mean, that's funny. the book, right? Like, they could be doing anything in the whole world, and this is what they're doing. Anything. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, like, when I when Mac has a scene in the book, like, I always enjoy it. I enjoy it. her voice is there. That's, I think, what I like about it. Like, in her, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My brain is so fried. Her dialogue is still very, you know, very Mac, but we've already said this. The dialogue is all, like, it's, it feels like the right character. So I, I like that part of it, but there's so little of it. There, yeah, there needs to be more dialogue and less telling. Yeah, could we stop describing everything? So? Especially since we're not even in Veronica's head. It's not like she's thinking these things. It's third person, and so it's just out there description. Yeah. And That's why this would be better as a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. And I, I also, I have a problem with um, the descriptions. That, uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but like when she's wearing the bikini. Uh-huh. Why are we, why are we so obsessed with that she still can pass for like college aged and <laughs> she's still hot and that college boys still find her attractive? Like, why are these things? Why, why do, why are we thinking these things and putting them on paper and making me think about them? Maybe Kristen Bell wrote that and she wanted to uh, feel like she was still um, maybe, <laughs> college aged. Maybe he was doing this as a NaNoWriMo novel and he had to get to his... So many words, words. yes! 
word padding. I'm going to describe the party and the guy playing the piano and the bikini that she's wearing so and that how way good, I can add my word count. And, and how good my boobs look in this, in this bikini and that. Well, okay, you know, see, but like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I totally would, like, if that was in Veronica's head and her looking at this bikini, like, wow, this bikini, bikini makes my boobs look awesome. That because, I would, uh-huh, yeah, That would work, girls, yeah. girls who have been flat for a long time, like, I got my boobs when I was 27. And there are still times where I just randomly look down and like, oh my god, my boobs look awesome. And <laughs> boobs, they're awesome. I love them. Okay, like, and, and I will just randomly say that to my friends and I go, yes, boobs are great, aren't they? This is something that flat-chested girls, they do. So that, I'm, I'm not, like, yes, that could totally be a thought that Veronica has. I, but, I, but it works but as a thought, not as this description. Description, yeah. 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 The, the way it's described, it's like it's some, like, I, I, f- I feel dirty. Jimmy, I actually, I had the same thought as you did. I was just like, I mean, let's be real. She's like 30-something, like 30, 29 at this point. Like, yeah. isn't it more realistic if it's like, people are like, wow, what's this old broad doing here? Because, I mean, we're about the same age, and if I was trying to pass myself off as an undergrad, I mean, people would just be like, this is crazy. I don't know. It's just, it's so dumb and, like, so weird that it's like, ooh, she's still passing for 19 at 30. I don't know. Yeah, it's that, weird. It is weird. But, I'm uh, sorry, yeah. that was jumping ahead. Where were we? That's okay. Well, we're going to go on to Chapter 17. Um... Keith and Veronica time while Veronica's reading slash looking at uh, Rory's diary. And then she gets a call and Haley's birdcage birdcage necklace was sold to a pawn shop by Willie Murphy, who works for the the guys, the cartel guys. Yes, the blonde with the dreadlocks, right? Mm -hmm. Wait, wow. Every time that we talk about him and we describe him, all I see is the dudes from Matrix 2. And I, and I thought of the guys from 10 Things I Hate About You. Ah. Uh, Matrix Dreads. <laughs> that birdcage necklace sounds really cute. Yeah, it does. Yeah, those are the ones. That's who I see. Anyways, <laughs> you can Google it if you need to. Matrix dreads. There, it's, uh, it pops up. All right. So, anyways, um, yeah, the birdcage necklace sounds very, very pretty. Uh, and wonderfully unique. Something yeah. easily trapped down. Um. So yeah, that happened. Oh, wait, she got a call to go there, right? Yes, and she was with Keith at the time. Oh, yeah. Why is... Oh, I guess I understand that she's living there. Her dad was just in that accident and blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, really, she should probably get a place of her own now. I thought the same thing. I was like, is she still living with her dad? I mean, she's 30. (laughs) Well, says the person living in her parents' basement. So, you know. Yep. Y'all are better than me. I moved out at 16. I couldn't take that stuff. <laughs> I was out at 18. I get along with my parents just fine, so. I get yep. along with my parents just fine, but I think by the time I reached 18, I wanted to do things um, 
that like come home at three o'clock in the morning and I couldn't do that living with my mother's house. <laughs> so I've I've done that. But I could if I wanted to. I mean <laughs> But yeah, it just I don't see any reason to go out and pay uh rent and live by myself because I really wouldn't want to. Oh my god, I love living by myself. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I I was in, you know, I, I mentioned it before, I was like in a nine-year-long relationship, so I lived with another person, really, from, I mean, the time I was like 20 years old, and this is the first time this past year that I've ever lived alone, and it's amazing! Living alone is the best thing in the whole world! Like, I don't know if I ever want to go back, I love it, it's so nice. <laughs> oh, wait, like, right now, if I wanted to, I could do anything, it's just, it's the best, I love it. That's how I feel, too. Even though I don't live alone. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I miss living with, like, a partner. And I'm dating someone now, and it's, like, maybe getting serious. But I'm like, oh, are we going to ever, you know? But I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I ever want to give up having my own space like this. I live in a two-bedroom by myself. I have an entire bedroom as my closet. It's like <laughs> heaven. That's what dreams are made of. So you've been living alone now for a year, then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably give it at least another year. Uh, no, well, I just signed another year lease, so I'm here at least until next December. Um, and I, yeah, it's great. I love it. Anyway, so yeah, she's still living with Keith, and uh, and Dred's guys from the Matrix show up. Uh, I put a picture in the chat for you guys to see, so that way you know what we, we know what Jimmy is thinking of. This is what I'm thinking of, just so that way you know. But who is that? Those, yeah. are the, those are the white Rasta guys from 10 Things I Hate About You. I don't remember them. Yeah, so there's like, you've got your cowboys, you've got your white Rastas, you've got your future MLBs. Oh, I uh, remember these dudes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> why Why can't they buy a book by a black man? That's right, Mon. Shut up, you two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this book is happening in the background. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing about all of the description is, since I've read it before, I just kind of skim to the dialogue and then I write down what happens. <laughs> so, you know, the thing about all this description, I just sort of skim to the dialogue <laughs> and don't read what's happening. So, I'm, yeah. I'm actually reading every word. Good for you, Jimmy. I yes. read it the first time. I think maybe yeah. it would work better if it was in Kristen Bell's voice and I should listen to the audiobook instead, but No, I well I just I I started this listening to the audiobook and it is completely disconcerting. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I made it I made it like the a few chapters in and I was like, Nope, I've gotta read this. It's mm -hmm. too weird. Yeah. Okay, well chapter eighteen. Veronica goes back to the party house. And Dick is there! That should make you guys happy, right? I think all of my quotes are from this conversation. <laughs> and then... <laughs> it, just, it just made me groan. Like, oh god, of course Dick would be there. <laughs> well, of course he of would. Course. Um, so, the rest of the chapter. Veronica starts a fight to sneak upstairs. She finds Willie and calls Lamb. And then she runs into Eduardo. Yeah. 
this this whole scene made me wish that she had that gun. Yeah. Me too. I God. was like, I was like, can she just shoot all of these people and get it over with? I, I know. Is that, I, 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 I'm, I'm, you know what? I, I'm just gonna put this out there. I know we're all saying it already, but man, this book is really rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. It's a rough read. I mean, and I did, I did, like the the sniffing of the note, like his nose is running, and the diarrhea of the mouth, and the, you know, he's been he's coked up. I get it, you know, but, and the, what the, I don't know. Go blonde dude for coming back with the party people. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much all I got about this. Like, no. So, well, but she was only wearing a bikini. So where would she have stashed a gun or a taser <laughs> except in her hoo-ha? Didn't well, she have a purse? If, if Captain Jack can do it, then I'm sure Veronica Mars can. Captain Jack Harkness? Harkness? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about Captain Jack Harkness or Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I totally was on the Captain Jack Sparrow thing, and I was like, wait, Captain Jack Sparrow has the hookah? We're all sitting here going, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, Cap, no, Jack Harkness managed to smuggle a gun when he was completely naked, so Veronica Mars has a whole bikini to work with. <laughs> very, very true. Um... <laughs> So, chapter 19, which is kind of still what we were talking about, Eduardo wants to know who sent Veronica. That scene does get a little bit tense. And then Willie comes in with all the partiers just in time, and Lamb comes and arrests him and leaves Frederico and Eduardo. I I did kind of like a little bit of this scene. Like, uh, it, it was a little tense, and I did get a little excited, I guess. Um while I was reading it more so than I have thus far <laughs> um, but it's still and I still see Lamb as, as Don, not Dan which is a good thing that it's a, a book, right? Because you can imagine him how you want to <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's definitely every time that he's on, it's Michael Muni it's, it's not Jerry O'Connell <laughs> yeah, same um no, but it it just was lacking any substance, really. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel I feel bad that I'm hating on this book every second, but I just I, I think I think if we could have like gone through and read this in one go, it might have been like, oh yeah, that was a okay book. Yeah, because I definitely liked it better the first time, where I just read it in a couple days, and now going through it bit by bit, it's way tedious i mean there's there's a bunch of books like you read for enjoyment and just because they're you know they're fluff but if i actually had to sit down and analyze them i'd be like oh my god shoot me now <laughs> yeah and that's sort of what i'm it thinking about this book. kind of like fun like i like the idea of like picking apart like a romance novel <laughs> like a good time like especially like one of those horrible ones like the sheik's babe or something <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where we have lots of throbbing members yeah. <laughs> the Harlequin Romance intro cast, y'all. <laughs> We're starting at number one. <laughs> How many are there? 
God, I mean, there's five million, like, right? Seventeen yeah. billion five hundred thousand four hundred and two. <laughs> but the good thing is, you could do one book in a cast because they take like fifteen minutes to read. Right. <laughs> And then all we have to do is we get a transcript of the cast and we do the same exact thing. We just change the names. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, exactly. And maybe the location, the setting. (laughs) (laughs) I've never, I've never read any uh, trashy romance novels, so I'm gonna take your word for all that. (laughs) Jimmy's the newbie. There's some sort of thing that, you know, either they, they they just start having sex immediately and then something comes up that they can't be together. Or they meet and they, they can't be together, but then they overcome it and have lots of sex. Like, so that that is, th- those are the two plots. Right. Basically. And it's just the, the names and locations change a little bit. Just like in life, am I right, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> the names and locations do change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in our final chapter of this book, um, Wallace picks up Veronica at the hospital and she doesn't think that Willie is guilty. Surprise, this, surprise. This is my favorite scene of the five chapters that we just read. Mm-hmm. I my favorite scene was Wallace showing up and her kind of breaking down, you know, and the kind of interaction between her and Wallace and the, how she's, she can break down in front of him and it doesn't make him think any, that she's not as strong as she is or whatever, you know, there was a, I'm paraphrasing whatever it was that, um, the description was but like when she saw Wallace and like you know the floodgates open and blah, I mean mm-hmm. I got it I got it I got it a little emotional it reminds me of the end of the first season where she finally like breaks down and tells him everything about Lily's murder and and yeah. her yeah. rape and everything and it's just it's uh, so good yeah I, I I did like that part I I thought that was good even though he only had like three lines yeah. <laughs> I know. More talking would be helpful. It would definitely be helpful. I, I love the dialogue. The dialogue is good. Stop at the words. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anybody yeah. else have any thoughts on Wallace? No? Definitely <laughs> underused. But we've already discussed that. I just need, I just need more. Yeah. More supporting, less talky, talky narration. Sorry, uh, sorry, listeners. I know this is probably not as fun for you as it was when we were doing the <laughs> I don't know. I think they kind of enjoyed our first, uh, our first episode of the book because you guys were predicting things about Leanne and then she showed up in the next eight chapters. What were we predicting about Leanne? Oh, I can't remember. Really? Yeah, you. It's been so long since we read those chapters. <laughs> yeah, there was something. There was stuff about Leanne, and uh, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna have to go listen. So yeah, did, that what, podcast did Malika say it? Oh, I'm sure she did. What, what, I mean, it was Malika she... saying something. <laughs> if Malika says it, it is true. <laughs> All right, should we do some quotes? I do. Yes. Okay. 
Yvette, do you need to go first? <laughs> well, yeah, I only have the one, but okay. it's, um, it's a little it's a little conversation. Okay, go for it. Rico shrugged. I like their chalupas. Willie's voice <laughs> went dreamy. Oh yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> and after we're done here, I'm totally gonna go to Taco Bell and get a chalupa. So. <laughs> <laughs> Husband eats chalupas. They're so good. Okay. What, what um, did you say, Hudson? He loves chalupas. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I have I have been corrected. Right. Been corrected. Get it right. <laughs> All right. Every time Miss Nielsen mispronounces the word chlamydia in health class, an angel gets its wings, or maybe it just gets chlamydia. <laughs> uh, I have. Uh, this is just a description. I don't remember. I see. I I I just highlight shit. So, uh, paradise doesn't just get lost in Neptune, it gets raised to the ground. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, I have Lamb. Is it suddenly you're some kind of legal scholar? Veronica. Uh, yeah, suddenly I am. <laughs> <laughs> it only took ten years, but yeah, suddenly. <laughs> some, some description here. The little boy sat on a thick napped rug, still pounding on his bongo. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, well, buckle up, my friend, because I'm about to hand you actual clues to an actual crime wrapped in a bow. <laughs> I'm assuming that was, that was, uh, that Veronica. Was yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. Ver Veronica, probably, like, two lamb, lamb I think. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. did have the I did have the scholar one as well. <laughs> and then one from Mac, also in that chapter. Luckily, my intimidated face looks remarkably like silent defiance. <laughs> um, I have one more. So, a picture of a capering leprechaun was painted across one window. The iron bars over the glass made it look like he was in jail. <laughs> That was so stupid. <laughs> um, wait a minute, here we go. Uh, come on, ladies love vulnerability. You've just got to limp on out there and be yourself. Why you know any MILFs on the market for a cripple? He, he waggled his brows. Oh my god, please never say MILF again as long as I live. <laughs> it had to be dick, right? <laughs> um, you know, when I write the quotes down, I just write the speaking. Like, I don't write what it says, the description about how they're saying it or anything. I just write the quote. Yep. Well, <laughs> I ignore everything else. Considering I'm highlighting in a book. Right, exactly. Like, in a, like I can only, I just uh -huh. click and highlight a few lines, and then I go yeah. on with myself, and then I forget what they were. Um, I have one more. Keith says, you might miss it more after cutting the grass every weekend for a few months. Veronica, hmm, I was thinking about adopting more of a supervisory position when it came to yard work, but I'll bring you lemonade between mowings. <laughs> uh, I have a cup. I have a couple more. Go for it. Well, so first I have hi. She said in her clipped, bright Amber the co-ed voice. Isn't this party amazing? Because it said Amber the co-ed. Yay, Amber. Yay. But uh, okay, here we go. I have. Anyway, Ronnie here is a private dick. He said loudly, gesturing at her. He leaned toward one of the girls, 
chortling and nudgling her with it with an elbow. I'm I'm a not so private dick if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the girls giggled and he thrust his pelvis at them. <laughs> oh dick. Oh, dick. <laughs> Uh, and the other dick one was bros before hoes. You know what I'm saying? Handies only. Oh, it's it's a good thing that we got some dick in this little short segment of chapters. I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I. Would. Oh my god! Oh my I would god. touch it. But... <laughs> there are so many things that I could say to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we have a little bit of feedback. Hopefully we will have Malika's voicemail to play here. And yep. then from the Facebook group. I've got it. Do you want me to? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is from Marie. Am I the only one giving feedback? Apparently. Okay. <laughs> Man! I seriously hate her. I feel bad for her, but she couldn't have handled seeing Veronica again any worse. The timeline here gets tricky with the jump, but basically she got her life together only a few years after stealing that check and never did a thing to make amends. Oh, and by the way, Veronica, you have a brother and a sister who I clearly bonded more with than I ever did with you. You'll find her, right? Ugh. (laughs) Sorry, I clearly have Leanne issues. Lamb's a jerk and seemingly on the take. Nothing new there. Tanner, like all the other new characters, has a sketchy past, but then he did marry a thief, so... (laughs) Veronica takes unnecessary risks to get a lead at a creepy pawn shop, but it works out this time and she has a solid suspect. Another unnecessary risk going back to the party, but this time Dick is there, because of course he doesn't mind being the creepy old dude looking to party like Lucky. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my biggest pet peeve, which holds true for many mystery novels, is the amount of unnecessary risks to try to catch the bad guy. I feel like she should have had a better method by now. That said, I don't feel like it's particularly out of character, but definitely something I hope to see evolve in the next book. Yeah, she really needs to think things through. I mean, like, she has Wallace and Mac. Why not have them go with her? Yeah. Well, because then you don't run in... Then you don't have the, oh my god... Veronica might die in this scene, but we know she's not going to die. That's the yes, other thing. Because like, we I, were very scared of that. I don't have... I have... This is not a Joss Whedon show, so, like, I don't feel like a character that I like could die. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah see, here's the thing. For Veronica, that there was... Um, Nathan Fillion gave an interview about I, I haven't been watching the last couple seasons of Castle, but I guess there was some episode where like I don't know, there was a bomb or something and he's like, so I got the script and I was reading it and I was like, oh my god what's going on? Wait a second my character is named Castle. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is Veronica. Shit could happen to anybody else and I'd be like, oh my god what's gonna happen? But it's Veronica. Right. She's, she's she is Veronica Mars. She the name of the show, it. yeah. But Somebody someday may think may think outside the box enough to actually do that. What if you killed off the title character of your show? Well, I mean, 
they did it with two and a half men. <laughs> well, they they did it with. So but that's it was, not, not the, the title character. Yeah, that was not... one third of the title character. Yeah. And they still had two and three quarters men. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like, really, wouldn't that be that would be a, such a Joss Whedon thing to do? To like do a show, name it, go through like an entire season, two seasons even, and then kill off the title character. I would watch it. That sounds I, good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's write it. Go. Come on. <laughs> Although we just told about it on this podcast. I think that's spoilery. Hmm. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We so... We thank you, Marie, for your for your feedback. You're we the only do. Feeding back to us right we're, now. We're so glad to have feedback. Um, so you can leave us feedback on the Facebook group for future chapters, because really nobody's emailing anymore. So just don't worry about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the next uh, set of chapters is going to be chapter twenty one through twenty seven. Oh. All right. Going- doing an odd okay I'll yeah have to write that down somewhere yeah 21 through 27 and uh do you guys have any predictions i mean other than lips coming back lips and boobs lips and boobs <laughs> predictions um, wishes wait, wait do you mean lips and boobs or lips and boobs lips and boobs and lips and boobs and lips okay and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> one character coming back not two different characters coming back Okay. Yeah, one one character. Um, does anybody? I, I I feel like we either still have yet to meet who has abducted these girls. Because. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. I mean, it's not even a limb. I'm gonna say that the cartel had nothing to do with it. Yeah, whatsoever. I don't think so. I think it's gonna or be the- like some college dude. Duncan did it. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like someone who's trying to frame, um, what's the younger brother's name? Rico? Was that who it was? Who was, Eduardo like, in the picture? Whoever, whoever had his picture taken with the two girls that went missing. That was Rico. Rico. Yeah. Because, like, Rico Suave. Yes, Rico Suave. That's right. That's how I remember him. So, yeah, so someone is trying to, like, frame him for something, and they're going through and... I don't know, it's like some some girl that he dumped is pissed and she is kidnapping these girls as revenge. There we go. Or, That's my prediction for the book. Or maybe he's not so, um, uh, Eduardo is not so paranoid after all and there is an assassin and the assassin is setting them up. Bye. Oh my god, it would be awesome if Leanne Mars was the assassin from the drug cartel. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she let her 16-year-old stepdaughter go to spring break. She sent her there to kill Eduardo or Reed. <laughs> oh my like, god, that's what, the what best. If, what if that, what if they were all, like, part of this assassin's thing? And so you get all of these teenage girls who are assassins and they're trying to go in and take out these two guys. Stop, that's so hot. I love it. <laughs> we got such a much better book in our head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what fan fiction is for. 
I am going to read this with the return of Lynn Nichols because. <laughs> okay, can we do can we do a podcast on this fanfic? Because I'm I'm just looking at it I'm like this. Just from the the title alone, this has to be awesome. I think it's only two chapters, but yes, we could discuss okay. it. Well, we could, we could add it to the end of the next. You know? Yeah, we could. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Okay. So yeah, we'll just do random little bonus episodes. So like, yeah. hey, I read this fanfic. It was awesome. <laughs> Yes, we'll add our fan fiction segment. <laughs> I mean, we could just read the fanfic, I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, um, that's all. Uh, I, I'm going to favorite this. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. Just right now. Right. Yeah, just <laughs> Yeah. All right, so uh, until next time when we read chapters 21 through 27 and the return of Lynn Eccles fan fiction. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm posting the link to this into the group right now. Okay, good. So that it's there and we know where it is, yeah. All right, so until next time, bye. Bye. Bye, bye. bye everybody. Bye.